Oh, oh yes, the map report? Yes, I've listened to them for years. And they still stink. I kid, I kid. But seriously, it's not very good. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. And I'm not welcome in New York. But I must stop back in Omaha. Where the fans, they always crying out for all right, <laughs> here we go. Okay. Welcome to episode 18 of the Vep Report, February 23rd, to, or I mean 22nd, 2006. <laughs> Where are we? What day is it? <laughs> Who are Why am I here? February something. Well, hey, what's going on out there? can't start until Greg says, welcome! Exactly. That's it, baby. And there should be like one... Two, three, like three, two, one camera or something. I don't know. Just not well, like. No, no, no. He, he does that all. Welcome. I do. It's all in my head. I have a great lead-in in my head. It's true. Um, oh. So we want to welcome everyone um, into the MEP report. And once again, we have a three-person podcast with the return of the so-called refreshing special guest. She's been called refreshing by one of our reviews before. So we want Russ and I want to welcome Clea again into the MEP report. Welcome our guest star back. And uh, um, Story will be joining us a little bit later after Story manages to rebuild the Internet from the ground up in California. Uh, Andy hey, is hey also guys, out in California, just, and he won't be with us today. So. Just got an email from story not 90 seconds ago i'm going to read uh-huh. it to you um okay. we're, we're still not sure if he's going to show up tonight but this is the last word from two minutes ago on my email <laughs> so i just found a wireless connection on a roadside only to discover that i don't have my headset adapter so i'm going to rush back to my old house again collect the adapter and rush back oh luckily my God. it goes on luckily i have very little battery left on this laptop so i may have to find an actual plug before too long this is an ongoing comedic disaster, folks. Feel free to do the show without me. I'll try to catch up. S. <laughs> so, what did, wait, did he say nice. he found a wireless thing by the side of the road? Like he just pulled off some random place in yeah. San Francisco. He's like, all right, there's some wireless. He's like jacking yeah. onto yeah. Joe's cool network or something. He did. He took a grappling hook. He found a telephone pole and he's like, <laughs> screw it, map report. <laughs> did an Indiana Jones thing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Report, oh, go. <laughs> I just found I just got the same email from story that's extremely funny an ongoing comedic disaster actually as comedy it's not necessarily disastrous but uh, we should apologize by the way because many of you are going to be this will be the second straight hour that you will have listened to the MEP report because <laughs> you will have just gotten the last episode let, let Russ and I just tell you that the last episode went through some interesting production problems first of all we had the thing edited, except we tend to edit our MEP reports using this program called Audacity. Some of you may have heard of it. Even if you haven't, it doesn't matter. It's not important to the story. What is important is that for some reason, halfway through my – actually, it's all the way through my bread. editing process, it just basically lost half of what I was doing. If you remember the bread machine reaction I had a few episodes ago that Clea talked about, it was more or less like that. I was like, <laughs> what the bleep? What the – you know. 
So I was, I sort of, so I emailed Russ. I'm like, Russ, you know, I'm sorry. Can you help me out? I gave him a call actually. And Russ, of course, was preparing for a comedy show himself, which he may or may not speak about tonight. Um, and he was just like, all right, fine. You know, go he works until like, option. okay, right. He works until like three in the morning, gets it done. Then all of a sudden I figure out what's wrong with my program. So we have these two edits. We get it up by Saturday. And that's when we found out that stories, internet, had blown up into dust because Story is moving, and in the process of moving, Story has lost the ability to access the internet at any wireless cafe. He's actually, you know, there's people actively trying to keep him, from what we understand, from connecting to the internet. So we apologize for the time that it took to get the last show up, and we promise that well, it won't happen again. And yeah, we're sorry. You get a double episode. I said bonus episode. Don't get the cranial implants. They just don't have the technology to support it yet. And he's like, look, I'm all about being up on the new thing. I want exactly. the cranial implant. And I'm like, you know, SBC has got to be sure, you know, when you move to your house that they're able to get you with the uh, the cranial wireless. That's right. And no. Hit. So now they've shut down his brain. He is uh, wandering around with, like, loose servos and stuff. It's really a bad scene. Which would explain why he was looking for wireless access by the sides of roads, <laughs> random roads. Why can't Headset, I track adapter, in? Adapter. Why can't I track in? Battery <laughs> exactly. low. Battery low. Battery <laughs> report. No. Fail. <laughs> Fail. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we're sorry about that, but we do want to thank everyone for being here and apologize, and that's that's pretty much enough of that. So, so yes. Yeah, and from now on, story know. is the robot from Lost in Space. <laughs> danger, 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 Will Robinson, danger. <laughs> oh, you know what, what I never understood? Why is it that all, I mean, we understand that robots get sleeker and more, you know, sort of modern looking as we move ahead, because of course we're living in different time period, but at what point did anyone think it was a good idea to make a robot look like a coffee percolator? Like, how is that ever a good idea? Like, when they looked at it, were they like, this is totally futuristic, everyone will believe in this. Wasn't there ever a thought that there was something wrong with this robot, or is that just did it make total sense in the 50s that the robot would look like a coffee percolator? Well, Greg, as a sciencey guy, I can tell you that all of the first <laughs> robots were built in Bolivia, where, of course, uh, the coffee industry runs the country. And yes. therefore, as a testament to their wonderful industrial structures, they made them to look like the crop or the machine that processed the crop or some such thing that is very official sounding. <laughs> the machine that processed the crop and then percolated the it, no doubt. That doesn't sound very official sounding, the crop. It sounds like the, what's that, that disease, like the... The croup? Oh, yeah, good point there, Clea. <laughs> <laughs> Process the crop. You really That's got not me. unprofessional. It's yeah, the croup. You nailed me there. I don't know, Russ. That sounds like a thing that's not, uh... <laughs> like the croup. It's like the... Uh, <laughs> Russ is choking on the crop. He's got the disease. The crop. Uh. This rebuttal brought to you by Zantec 75. The sleep aid used on all podcasts. And that rebuttal brought to you by Bolivia when it makes its coffee crop. Yes. Uh, you called goodness. it a rebuttal. That's awesome. That's why we like debate so much. Because there are rebuttals in it. So, you know what I was going to ask, now that we have Clea, the the guest star, and now that our ratings are again shooting up because of the addition of a, a woman into the podcast. Oh, and boy, do we need it um, after the last week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. Thank God <laughs> Clea is back. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> everyone's just going to be like, we haven't had a report in a week. I'm going to shut this up. Wait a minute. It's a woman. Leave this on. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, God. Don't oh, forsake man. us. Thank you for the woman again, that report. 
but I was going to ask um, because you know I actually uh, have a, have occasion to speak to Clea um, when we're not doing the show. I know that will amaze some of our listeners, but um, you know, but you're married. And, um, That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? Um, so. Uh, but I, I asked Clea about what she thought after listening to our episode in which Russ talked about uh, the J-Date, I think it's a couple of weeks ago, where he was talking about being a Civil War general um, for the benefit of J-Date. And, and Clea's reaction um, as to Greg, how a woman would have taken in this fact, was... you are referencing things that have not been displayed to the public, Greg. I will have you know that nobody has heard uh... the thing that you're referencing right now. Oh, is that from Unless our last episode? The lost episode? Two consecutive hours of MEP. They have of no idea what have. you're talking about. That, well, no, if they that just did, then they yet. just heard it. No, because if oh. they just listened, they just heard it. Damn, okay. this is like Back to the Future. You have to think fourth dimensionally. <laughs> you're not thinking fourth dimensionally, Marty. In the future, they've already got all the podcasts, and I've listened to them, and we're famous. So just act like you went out with Carmen Electra last night. Doc, this is heavy. That'd be sweet. Does that mean that we work could just take us, the raw... Does that mean we could just take the raw right. sound file and dump it into this thing that, that's called Mr. Podcast Maker and it would just do it for us without us having to do anything? Like yeah. Mr. Fusion? That's my favorite part of the end of that episode, yeah. of, that, of that movie, Mr. Fusion. I love that. I'm sorry, that was a little too specific for so, me. Okay. Mr. Fusion! I, I apologize for my lack of understanding. Oh, that's the thing that he hooked up where he put like, the, left, like the, the, the banana peels and stuff? Yeah, in. exactly, exactly. Oh, there you yeah. go. There right. you go. There's yeah, a fusion exactly. reactor that ate there cargo. All right, all right. It was awesome. Didn't well, need any yeah. uh, plutonium anymore in the future. I Marty, mean, I'm sure in 1985 you can get plutonium from any corner drugstore, but in 1955 it's a little hard to come by. <laughs> <laughs> but Doc, I yeah, it's it's something. I love 1985 being the future. That should always be our idea of the future. That was totally the thing about Star Trek. Is the original Star Trek always like? In some ways, you read, you look at some of the stuff, and you're like, "Wow!" Like like tricorders, which use like ultrasound. It's like, "Wow!" They really predicted the future. In other things, they were so far off. It was funny. Like they always say things like, "Well, in 1999, when you launched your second manned mission to Pluto, one of the things you realized, like, right, <laughs> that didn't quite happen the way that you said it would, you know. And in 2000, when you established the first Martian colony, you know, not. Quite. They were a little bit off there. In all non-Bush timelines, those things actually happen, but we were part of our, our progress a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Unfortunately. true. Okay. Yeah. We've already skipped over nine things. I'm sorry. I'll stop. It's okay. It's all good. I'm with you. We're flying beyond all subject matter. He was just trying to change the subject because you, you were about to get me in trouble. So now we're going to make a... Now the last episode oh. was, you know, him uh, was... Russ making story uncomfortable about something he did, so now I'm going to make uh, Russ uncomfortable about oh. something. No, no, no! Did. I just wanted to agree that I'm like a weird person for make for doing things like that on J date. Was that the idea? I just have to say that I guess I know you, so I know kind of what you were thinking. But my first impression, <laughs> to just give you my first impression, was what were was you that thinking? You're way too... <laughs> no, 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 no. First of all, as an intelligent individual and as a comedian, I would think your your social knowledge would be better than that. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised. I just want to say, you, you just don't picture me as like an awkward, nerdy, freaky guy that would do that sort of thing, right? I guess Like you have a I much higher not. esteem of me. Exactly. Uh, well, that's your mistake. <laughs> that's totally your mistake. I don't know why you would think that. Oh, that's God. not my fault. That's my bad, I Clearly, guess. Clearly, I am that crazy and freaky and weird. <laughs> so that, that solved that problem. Great. Okay, well, there you go. 
Now you've lost any potential no. jaded people that might pick up yeah. on this. Yeah, good, good right. job. Russ is just kidding. No, it's I a character. Totally... Please send him emails at russ at metreport.com. I would say yeah, I so it was a little tongue-in-cheek. It was me just being like, yeah. I, I find this site boring and, you know, sucking my money away and giving me yeah, no, no I know. entertainment. Yeah. So I'm going to get some yeah. entertainment, at least, you know, being crazy guy, which sometimes I'll do. And if we ever get the uh, oh, the video of the Debate World Championships up on the MetReport website, I then know. you'll know what I'm talking about. When sometimes I just flip out and go crazy just to make myself feel better, even though it's to the detriment of everybody else, and usually including me also. So, Not in that case, though. That's but. one of the great comedic moments of all time. <clears throat> I, I really have to post that just so I can show true, like, the genius of comedy in its pure form. It's as if you're watching <laughs> the purest comedy. Like, the purest gold. The purest gold. And you're like, wow, that's gold. That's just pure what? gold. Unadulterated gold. That's what that moment is for us. Is that the whole world me video. pretending to be some sort of psychotic homeless person chasing someone that we don't like down the street? And basically. flipping them off. Yeah, jumping around like Quasimodo. That was off, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, so brilliant. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Now, nobody nobody even knows this story until, like, six <laughs> know, episodes hence when we tell the world story. So. <laughs> Remember, yeah, we'll sorry, do that, I though. Just, We've I been there. We've seen it. <laughs> we know exactly what we're going to do. Right now. So episodes. from now on, this will be referenced as the Time Traveler podcast. <laughs> oh, you can God. go back and forth in time and come through episode 18 knowing what happened. But otherwise, along a linear timeline, you might be a little confused. So... For those of you in your time, we apologize. But we we like to think that we do our comedy in more than you know three dimensions. That's basically what we're all about. That's Four right. dimensional comedy here. We're at not going to discriminate. Stupid American ethnocentric linear time based podcast. <laughs> <Bullcrap>. <laughs> and by the way, we should feel some uh, solidarity with our Canadian brethren um, to demonstrate that we're not American centric because both America and Canada got knocked out of the hockey uh, hockey Olympics today. So. We both equally suck, oh, they did. and we'd like to congratulate um, such great teams as Finland, the Czech Republic, and Russia for fighting each other in a competition that nobody cares about because the U.S. and Canada are gone. Not that we're America-centric or even North America-centric. We're just saying. We're just saying. That's all. What are you just saying? I'm sorry. I, I blacked out. Were you talking about hockey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so did they, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you lost me when you start talking about hockey. I know. I well, it was Zantac when you said that because you said hockey. So, well, I, I realized actually that we haven't talked a whole lot about the Olympics, and I understand that's because a lot of the Winter Olympics aren't particularly exciting to any of us. But I have to say, I mean, I do like Olympic hockey generally, and there's a couple of sports that I like. But I don't know about you guys. I, I mean, Clee and I watched a little bit of the figure skating last yesterday. I don't know. I just haven't. I mean, I've seen some of the hockey and some of the figure skating, but I, some of this stuff, I just. I'm sorry, curling. I I can't. They're they're rolling a tea kettle on ice, okay, and then sweeping in front of it. Like if this is something that I could have thought of when I was five to make up as a game, it clearly should not belong in the Olympics. Like throw little plastic guys like GI Joes and see if you can throw them into a basket and you win. That's the Olympics. The gold medal goes to Slovenia for throwing GI Joe from a hundred feet. So. Hey! Oh my God, he he's made arrived. It. It's a freaking miracle. Hey, he's alive. Oh my God. I have so much anger and frustration, you have no idea. I am on a roadside in Oakland, California, across the street from a bar that has wireless access that would be too loud to use. I I cannot even tell you how bad and frustrating this week has been. I just don't even know where to start. Well, Hi, let's, did you swallow... 
Did you swallow Andy Terrell? Because when you came on, you sounded like a perfect amalgamation of the two MEP reporters that weren't here. It was really creepy. Like, oh, I mean, I'm on my new mic, which has never been road tested, and I have no idea. So I, I have Andy no Terrell. idea. I barely know anything about anything. <laughs> this is all. crazy. Wow. Well, we what want to welcome. Happened? Bear is driving. How is that? How could that be? Well, welcome, Story. Uh, oh, Clea is the Clea is the guest star has arrived today, and so Clea is with us. And, Hi, uh, Clea. And so yeah. I have alternately 24 or 51 minutes of battery life, depending on how much I believe it. So I almost <laughs> certainly will not see the end of this show. It is a <laughs> freaking miracle that I'm here at all. Okay. That's be my next question because they had said like if you did get on, you know, he I don't know how long you will be able to get on, be on because of the, the battery life. So if it if it was one you could get the headset, two you could get the laptop, three you could find internet access <laughs> on the side of some road somewhere. Then can you survive the whole amount of time actually? I to totally it's true. We have high drama here on the map report. Uh, and it's sadly all real. I mean it occurred to me as I was like making the second turn back from my house to get the adapter for the new headset, which if I had even had the old crappy headset, I would have been here. But I had none of my headsets. They were all at the old place. I don't know how much of this to have explained. But it occurred to me this would be so much easier if this were just an idea that we come up with of wouldn't it be cool for the show if like we lost drama and tension and, and you know and no, this is all freaking real. Like that's. Uh, I wish so, it would be so much more fun and easier to just simulate this. But this is dude. What was that movie? too real with oh. Christian Slater, where he played that shock jock, like teenage shock jock in high school. And oh yeah, were chasing yeah. him, and at uh, one point yeah. he hooked oh, yeah. the thing up to his jeep and started driving around town. You know, broadcasting his radio show the last. Yeah, there was a really sexy, sexy, hot sex scene in that. I remember that. I was hot. Just oh. like now. <laughs> doing, right? um, Someone's knocking on my car window, and uh, oh my! No, no, that's I, actually I totally, not real. That's I totally the first had this thing image. I made up all night. I totally had this image. I should say, story that if you could turn down your gain a little bit, your headset is so much better than your old one that you've obliterated any like volume controls the old one might have I had. Know. So okay, um, it's also so on a computer amazing. I've never met from too so i mean all Sorry. kinds of things could be going around all right so yeah. just turn the game down i hear a you bit. in my loins your feet is so strong <laughs> <laughs> the feet is strong with that's this one the person who knocked down my window too thing too i don't, I don't know, yeah, I know. Russ, is, I, russ has turned into andy yeah i totally had this image of story just being and all of a sudden someone being like hey what the hell are you doing to that computer pretty boy like ah you know like he's like <laughs> No, it's true. I'm totally expecting to be carjacked here. It's like I'm sitting here in an unprotected car with a laptop and, like, all this equipment, and somebody's going to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, fortunately, I'm a somewhat okay part of Oakland, but it's still it's still not the best neighborhood. It is, uh, it's lively around here. If I disappear, come come looking for me. At least you've got a recording of everything that's said, so. I know, right? I can oh, it's not the bad part of DC. As I'm, uh, it's like, no, it's not the rape <laughs> capital of D.C. It's just where all the terrorist things go on. You'll <laughs> yeah, be fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I'm not oh, in support man. of Oakland, man. I know, I know. That was brilliant. Exactly. They're like, we're going to be super security conscious, except when it involves people that are probably terroristic within their governments. Then clearly we won't. Go right ahead. Take over our port security. Yeah. That's a great idea. In, in all seriousness, can you can you lower your mic volume a little bit with your Windows thingy? I don't Trust know. Trust me, Windows I'm trying. I've got the mic. Or if I've got the mic like thing open. Two wires, <laughs> sticking them into a telephone pole. <laughs> Wait, do I cut the green <laughs> or the red? Do I cut the green or the red? I have two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking for it. 
story is like, this is a pretty messy hack, man. Freaking screwdriver <laughs> and a piece of tinfoil into my mouth. I had to have dental surgery just to be able to receive into the telephone pole. It's true, it's true. You have no idea how hard it was for me to get here today. It sounds oh, like God. It, well, like uh, Russ's theory was that if you had listened to him when you said you wanted to get those uh, jacks right into your head, if you had gone just with the regular stuff, this wouldn't have been as big a problem as it was for you, trying to jack in directly to your brain. Yeah, dude. Hey, man. I told you you shouldn't have got that cerebral implant before he was ready to move locations. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was mentioning that before. You missed it. The ultimate portable uh, thing. That's true. Get wireless straight to my brain. That's right. And apparently now I'm just broadcasting my brain out loud, very loud. <laughs> All right, Everything's I'm seeing no, no input control. <laughs> For some reason, this is really bad. Look in the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus. <laughs> Go down. It's in the medulla oh, oh, oblongata. Oh, the medulla Wait, oblongata. I might have it. Okay, so I need my volume down, down, yes. down, 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 like that. Yes. Yes. That keep better? going. That also that affects better? your uh, balance and nausea sense. A little bit so more. Make sure that you don't feel it too much. <laughs> How's that? You're good. Any, any further? That, that's good. There you go. That's, that's perfect. Good? All right. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, you are Round hearing the air. actual voice of Story Clayton for the first Woo! time in 18 weeks. This is the true. <laughs> no longer do I sound like God has given me a cold for life. I mean, you have a little bit of an al- allergic reaction. But yes, We're, my actual this voice, is amazing. which is only slightly less terrible than the voice you were hearing. We're reporting <laughs> live. Oh, but I should more totally comment own. on people walking by. We've got, uh, see if any of these people are Mepropore listeners. We've got someone who looks a little like uh, if Brad had shaved his head and wore sandals. You should do live interviews, uh, dude. Anyway. You should open the window and be like, exactly. hey, do you want to be on a podcast right that. now? I was thinking, actually, that if I got carjacked, I could maybe distract the guy with, like, a person on the street oh thing. I'd be God. like, no, this is great. I'm <laughs> on the radio, man. Uh, yeah, just, just say what you will into the microphone. Yeah. Hi, uh, you're on live on the air. I mean, you know, close enough. Yeah, it's live on the air. KTVU, Channel 2, man. Here it is. We're going to ask you some really easy questions and make fun of you when you get them wrong. Meanwhile, the oh, guy's okay. like, shut up! Shut up! Seat. Put right. that away from my face! You're like, that's really interesting. Let me do Start telling you to shut up! Well, as a man who lives off others, how often do you find you have to do these muggings each week to stay solvent? Exactly. Let me ask you some, you know, the person out in public has some misperceptions about carjackers. We think of them as sort of hard and difficult people, and, you know, we want to show the sutry side of, of carjacking. I'm really jinxing myself by doing this. I really, yeah, I really clearly so, clearly here. so. I would, I would recommend you lock the doors and not have that happen. So it sounds like both, oh, like you, they're very well locked. Yeah. It sounds like you and Russ both have had, uh, have had one hell of a difficult time, uh, man, on the out there well, on the west coast. Well, we share the same brain, Greg. So these things tend <laughs> to that's happen. true. <laughs> Live from the right hemisphere. That's true. That's true. Yeah, which means I also had to uh, suffer half of a wireless implant in my brain, which I didn't get permission from Story when he did that. So right, yeah. not yeah. so cool. To reference some previous thing. So Story, no. like, is it based on the how's case? What did you Dude, do to me? Oh it, my you SBC. I What's hate so you. horrible is it's SBC. SBC is like not. Oh God, I don't even. I, I don't know what minute, you guys are saying. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait here's a minute, the thing. Did you really? Did you really start again? Did you really start okay. again? We'll get back to SBC in a second, but let's go to Dark Age. Three hours. The new AT&T uh, who is running all these Olympus commercials, because all I can do right now, my job is on the Internet, my recreation is on the Internet, my pseudo-job recreation, my report is on the Internet. There's no Internet in my life. 
My life just disappeared. Okay, three hours after I signed up for Dark Age of Camelot again no on the free wit. trial. So I've watched day after day of my free trial, which was the only thing I intended to do, take away to no avail. I know Russ is suffering alone, which is practically the only reason he signed up for it again is that I was doing it again, and now he's alone in Hibernia getting addicted all by himself. Uh, I'm not getting my free trial. And all I have been able to do is watch the goddamn Winter Olympics <laughs> on TV when every third ad is for the new AT&T, who tells you how connected you're going to be. Well, guess what, buddy? I'm not connected with the new AT&T. It's not happening. No, it's not. It's not real. It's all garbage. <sighs> An animated story, Clayton, ladies and gentlemen. We've never seen the likes of this sort of story, Clayton, before. We're now in the right hemisphere of story, oh Clayton's God. brain. Right oh, in the mole part. Bottled up. Oh, this is the part. We're, we're watching the Czech Republic mechanism play Slovakia over. in hockey, and all you see is new AT&T ads. Life is not good. <laughs> Not good, man. So wait, as I understand this, they were supposed you're moving from your old place to a new place, and they were supposed to hook up internet in the new place, but then they needed you to hook in the brain implant. Is that what happened? What what caused the Yeah, basically so they told me specifically there was zero need for any technician to even come out. They would just flip a little switch on their end. No technician visit, no need. And I was like, I can be there if you need me to be there. And they're like, No, no one will need to be there. I'm like, You're sure. Even if you give me one of these absurd six-hour ranges, I can be there because this is my job. And while the Internet is dead, I do nothing. I, I, everything I do is on the Internet. I have become so painfully aware of this in the last week. <laughs> my entire life is the Internet. Dark okay? age of story like, no, Nobody needs to come times, up. So I spent that story day. camping episode where he was scrawling introspection on a tree. Exactly. Okay, no. exactly. It never happened again. Times ten. Times oh, my ten. God. But at least the camping trip, like, I'm not thinking about the Internet. The AT&T ads aren't running on the clouds when I'm camping, for God's sake. The bear's like, welcome to so AT&T, anyway, as the beaver said to uh, me the other day. Exactly. Oh, God. So anyway, so I, I'm, so I decide to spend the day that they've, they've disconnected my Internet at the old place without warning, without telling me, when I was supposed to be meeting Russ in Hibernia, by the way, and then I just am ditching him, and I can't even tell him that I'm ditching him because the freaking Internet is disconnected, and the phone's and disconnected, so I can't even phone. call him. Yeah, and There's you don't have nothing, a cell phone. Nothing. No one has a cell phone. It's true. Nothing. No way of getting a hold of Russ. So... Russ is, you know, playing his heart out by himself, I'm sure. I, so I go, and I'm like, okay, I have no internet. I'll spend the day moving boxes of books, because that's clearly the only thing I can do. So, I, you know, load three of boxes of books. There's a little note on my door that says, sorry we missed you, the SBC technician. And I was like, oh, no. Tell me, tell me this is not happening. Wow, a car almost just ran into me. That was amazing. They have an impeached Bush bumper sticker, so I would have let it go. Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> All right. Oh, my so, God. It's I, should do, I should do every show from the road. You need to be angry all the time. The this road. is great. This is okay. This is the, uh, okay. the story on methamphetamine episode. Oh, oh my God. I almost get by a car. So, anyway, the guy came. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Meanwhile, the estimate, 30 minutes. 30 minutes remaining on my battery. I might just make it the whole show. Okay. Okay. So, I, I, I call. I go to Emily's work. I go to Emily's office because this is where I have a phone. It's Emily's office. 
So I go to Emily's office, and I was like, can I borrow a phone? And I call the SBC people, and I was like, I don't know what is going on. I don't know if this is the merger with the most evil company ever to exist, which is AT&T. I've always hated AT&T. I've hated AT&T since they charged me $100 at the Map House for a phone call, for a single phone call. But, yes, it did take a long time. But those rates were way too high. I've always hated AT&T. I've had like a preternatural <laughs> bias against AT&T when I've seen their ads. And he says all this. You've merged with the great He things. says all this and he hears, sure thank you bad. for calling AT&T. So, I mean, whatever it was, right? Okay. So it's, it, it's late. You know, I mean, this was late into the conversation. This is after I'd already, like, kindly said, oh, could you send that technician out again? Because I'll go back to the house and meet you because you lied to me and said there was no need for a technician. And they're like, oh, well, it turns out. And this is, okay, this is Friday, which is the, what, 18th? 18th yes. of February? Yes. You know, nobody even remembers because our last show hasn't been posted, which is also the fault of AT&T. We talked Hopefully about that. Hopefully it'll be up tonight. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, just layers and layers of OMG. Regardless. <laughs> so this is like the 18th of February, whatever. Maybe the 17th. 17th, I think, possibly. Yeah, 17th. <laughs> so uh, they're like, oh, no problem. Yeah, we'll be able to send the technician back out on March 2nd. I was like... I actually said, I actually had a brief pause, and I was like, are you kidding? Is that a joke? Please tell me that's a joke. I, w I really just totally lost control <laughs> of my mind. And I was like, okay, this is not happening. I was like, March 2nd? I was like, surely it's worth it for you guys. I mean, this is something that, you know, you told me you wouldn't even need a technician to be out there. Clearly this has to be something that's simple enough that you can just flip a switch. It'll take two seconds. Surely it's worth it for you to do this. So we talked for 90 minutes eventually. I get very angry. I mean, I was like Russ at Groundlings. I get very angry, <laughs> sad, joyous, passionate. <laughs> the whole thing, you know? I go through all the emotions with this woman. She really is trying to help. In good. fairness, she Now was, you're disconnected. She was good. Exactly. Yes. She was really trying really. to help. She felt very bad for me. I told her that my job is web design. If, if SBC, at one of the angry points, I asked SBC to write my paycheck for the next two <laughs> weeks and explain to my company why I wouldn't be doing any work for them because there was no access to the Internet, etc. So finally we come to this compromise where since we technically have access until March 1st to the old place, even though it's completely empty, even though I've spent you know this whole time hauling computer over to the new location, you know, fine, hook up the old location, that'll be great, and I'll, and I'll make it work. So she tells me when we, at minute 91, you know, <laughs> it's like a freaking soccer match, at minute 91. Once we get into injury time, in injury time at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Injury she tells time, me. on the phone call, <laughs> they could blow the whistle at any minute. Clayton's yeah, already been, exactly. red, in, Stand, Clayton's already been red carded Stand. twice. Stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red oh, card a for Manchester United. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. So Be many correct. stories to be told. Anyway, I feel like I could do a solo map report for, like, the next two hours. <laughs> it be double feature. I have so much, so much wrath. So much silence, too. When you, uh, anyway, regardless. So... Minute 91, she's like, okay, that's great. And she was relieved. She was actually, like, really relieved. She's like, you came up with a solution because I was so afraid I wouldn't come up with a solution. This is great. Four to six hours. Four to six hours. Okay? Two days later, I'm wondering if I had missed her and she had said 46 hours because <laughs> there was still no connection. <laughs> but no. Even at 46 hours, even at bloody 96 hours, Still no connection. And, of course, it's a long weekend. They're closed for the whole thing. So yesterday, I'm finally calling them, talk to them, and I'm like, all right, 
this is ridiculous. We've worked out the compromise. The compromise isn't happening. I am losing money on my internet. I'm losing my sanity because my <laughs> life is the internet. I probably left that part out. Uh, you know, but it's true. I, I'm just completely... I'm becoming Jay Cox. Listen to my voice. Oh, jeez. I, I can't do anything, you know? Yale debate so, reference. Absolute, yeah, absolute disaster. Please, please, God, tell me you can do something for me. And I actually was able to call them from the phone because the phone is connected and I had a brief moment of euphoria where I like ran into the house I picked up the phone there was a dial tone there was a choir of angels singing behind the dial tone I was so <laughs> dial tone. and I go to the run to the DSL <laughs> exactly and no no DSL isn't working but the phone is you know the phone is working so I called them on that phone and I was like look the DSL isn't working. I spent, I spent, actually, before I called them, I spent an hour troubleshooting it myself because I knew what the guy in India was going to tell me. He was going to be like, now unplug this, good, now plug this back in. Now it's working. Now, I mean, Russ can probably do the voice much better. But, you know, uh, I don't do the voices here. But, do you, you know, and he's like, do you have fingers? Do you have any fingers? Okay, okay, push the on switch. Okay, okay, turn it off. You still have fingers? Oh, let me get my supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I did all that myself. And I've been able, like, to out-troubleshoot these guys on the phone anyway, even the people who are in America. Like, I'm pretty good with this shit. Right. So I look at, you know, I do an hour of it myself, hooking it up, unhooking, doing every possible thing, you know, resetting stations, the rain resetting dance. computers. The rain dance. Do, doing the whole thing. Exactly. And I'm like, no, the DSL is really dead. And it's not even giving the, like, half signal where it, like, blinks and connects and then disconnects or blinks and says Sorry. it's going to be connecting and then there's an error. There's no connection. There is no signal. There's no hope. Yes, Did sir. you try any Brazilian dance fighting? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That always <laughs> works. Capoeira? No. No, no, no. Banana way, banana. Sorry. Homeless. Oh, <laughs> yes. Homeless. Paul, Paul Simon. <laughs> Mada, banana, banana. Homeless. 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 Yes. Thank you. <sighs> you know, I would get more reception out of that. I would get more reception out of putting my archaic tape of Graceland into the tape line. And that would give me more internet satisfaction. In the oh. DSL line. It's like I'm at paulsimon.org. It's totally like that. The baby in the be with the bad moon heart, indeed. Anyway, uh, yeah, the the pocket. So no finally, I decide to call the DSL people, and then, then the new agent, after about 20 minutes, has the courtesy of telling me, "Oh, well, when we shut off the line, and then have to reconnect it, we have to cancel all other orders. So we'd cancel your second order, and then it would still be seven to ten days." What? I was like, where was this in the four to six hours, lady? Why didn't four to six hours, lady, have access to this information? And she's like, I don't know why she told you that. I'm sitting here thinking because it was Friday afternoon and she was about to get off and there right, was exactly. no no recourse possible whatsoever. So she's like, oh yeah, so I can cancel your new order and have you wait seven to ten days if you'd like. I'd be like, yeah. Why don't you just give me a bullet? And, and shoot me instead. Why don't you just do that? That would be better. Why don't you just mail me a gun? Have Dick Cheney come out to my place. You know, do whatever you have to do. Just shoot me in the face. Like, give me a break. So I'm like, no, please do not do that. And she's like, I was like, do you have any other alternatives? I'm like, so I'm out of work for a week is what you're telling me. Do I have any alternatives? And she's like, let me put you on the phone with tech support. I was like, oh, God. And she, I was like, is this tech support in India? And she's like, yeah. But it's Do you all have got. fingers? And I was like, <laughs> Do you have a, a ring finger? Do, would you like a job in Istanbul? 
Please say yes. If you oh, have God. fingers, if you are yes. in Kashmir, we press one. one for each finger. If you believe Kashmir Please should be yeah. Pakistan, your fingers, press two. Via UPS yeah. to New Delhi, SBC. Oh, God. We need fingers. Oh. And then, and of course, so between them, you notice, by the way, those guys always yeah. sign off by being like, yes, this is Jerry. I'm like, your name is not Jerry. There is exactly. no time in your no, life that your name I, is no, Joe or Bob. Bob. That day, I spoke with both Mary and Robert. <laughs> yeah, later later in this day. <laughs> Which are like, nicknames for Ilabim and, uh, you know, Do Raman. You know they're encouraged to take the names of they're encouraged to take the names of famous people. So very, you will actually go to SBC Help and be like, "This is Tom Cruise. May I help you?" <laughs> or, Oh, you don't have fingers. All right, let me hand you over to Abraham Lincoln. Hold on one second. Okay, I have to ask. I have to ask, what is the deal with the figures thing? I'm sorry. Is, I, is this, I don't get oh, it. Oh, I'm getting a low battery warning. You should change your battery or switch to outlet power immediately oh, God. to keep from losing your work. How about from losing my mind? What should I do then? Hey, Story, before you get uh, okay. off, before so you lose moment, your battery, before you yes. lose your battery, please make sure that your first I order mean, of business... I have no control of that. I know, but, but just please yes. make sure that you email Russ and me the way, to post, the way to post this information to the web yeah. so that we don't have to no, lose reports again. No, I mean, I again. will then go to a cafe that may have some noise, so I don't mind, you know, uh, doing web work there, but I might not be able to talk again, so... Ten minutes or perhaps less is the estimate. <laughs> okay, just, gotcha. Just so you know. Gotcha. Okay. Pre- proceed. Okay. Gotcha. What What is the fingers thing? Is, was that where we left? Yeah. <laughs> this has been a real, you have real fingers? treat. <laughs> I have five fingers. Yeah. So between Mary and Robert, Mary and Robert from India, and all of the like automatic, all of the automatic uh, people. Wait, did Clea say she didn't get the joke? Doesn't get the Clear. fingers. The joke is the fingers. that they've all been in prison that number of years, and they they need fingers <laughs> to mark it. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's that's the joke. Anyway. You need a finger. In my country, you give me the finger. It's good. Yeah. So between Mary and Robert from India I and like the it. automated system that's only response is, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Please say, internet connection or pay my bill. <laughs> and I was like, no. Or like, uh, <laughs> so the thing is like, I'm sorry, I, I don't understand that. up your ass. Please say it again. I don't <laughs> exactly. understand, piece By the of way, crap. If you give them like five incomprehensible <laughs> answers in a row, that's totally the shortcut to get to a real person. I mean, granted, yep. you're speaking to Mary from Calcutta, but at least it's a real person, <laughs> you know. If you're just like, bloggedy blue. Baba Ganoush, Blagadi Bjorg, and they're like, I'm sorry, you clearly need to speak with a real human being. <laughs> and then I'm like, hi, my name is Story, and here's my problem. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh Story. Well, well the new about my experiences with, with SBC? No, hit us. Hit me, baby. Oh, now uh, I have 11 minutes. I used oh, two Jesus. minutes and gained one. That was what the hell is wrong I think, with I think my setup? computer is powered... By the new uh, Meanwhile, all of our uh, listeners' like image of our setup is shattered. They're like, exactly. I always thought they had a multi-million dollar studio. This guy is just driving around in his Kia oh, with a laptop. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, so, nothing Russ, is dynamic. Us. Nothing is dynamic. <laughs> it's just that every month, my SBC bill wants to increase by itself. Of its own volition, <laughs> it'll come and it'll be like, you owe $60. And I'll say... 
I don't think I owe $60. And I call them up and I explain to them and they're like, no problem. We'll credit you the difference. Everything's fine. Don't worry. Then the next month it comes, you owe $75. And I'm like, hmm, I didn't get any services from FTC. And I called them up and they're like, don't worry. We'll just credit you. And then the next month, you owe $117. And I'm like, this Basically, they're the company that will keep charging me more until I complain. And so it's like the, uh, the little guy complaining in the corner, being like, oh, don't look at me, don't look at me, or else <laughs> you'll pay more money. Wow. Yeah, I mean... Oh, God. There's probably a Correct. lot of people that, that, that don't even complain and then just keep getting billed. Yep. Like, there's probably exactly. some like, major scam or something. That's yeah, right. That's the policy. So Ooh, these companies are like this, by the way. Now. How are they you reversing course? Their best deal How is this possible? Ask for it. Dude, I am I am in some sort of time warp, or I'm in some karmic That's loop it? where time warp. Been over that. We were just want, talking about this. Finally, want to work for me? Yeah, man, we were just talking about this. This is totally what it is. We were saying that uh, the MEP report is becoming this time traveler podcast, and that's what it is. Somehow, the you know your rage is inversely proportional to the amount of energy that you gain or lose in your laptop as you record. So it's you know you've gained minutes through your rage. Yeah. We've decided that episode 18 is actually a temporal hub so that people coming from all different directions on the timeline will be able to come back to episode 18 and have to make sense. But, oh, Jesus, God, no. <laughs> He's like, 11 minutes, 12 minutes, 13 minutes, Satan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Either that, or some guy was oh, like, never mind. some guy was like, "Hey, what's that guy doing across the street in the Kia? Come on, everyone, let's get him!" Yeah. <laughs> like it's one of the two things. Yo, my boombox is running on that telephone pole. Don't be trying <laughs> to run your laptop. Give me that. Oh my god. Okay. Well, that so was the oh, awesomest seventeen minutes ever, <laughs> or however long that was. I know that was like fifteen minutes of unadulterated rage. That was really tremendous. Well, but his voice sounded is, good. If you don't let him take it to its, it did. And if you don't let him take it to its natural conclusion, and it just keeps cutting him off every time he comes back on, he'll just have that much more rage to dispense <laughs> exactly. through the map report. He'll be like, so it'll be even better. He'll be like, I want to finish my. God damn it! I can't finish my. Son of a. Yeah, exactly. That'll be great. Pacifism fading, fading. <laughs> I know. Next thing we know, he's moved down to, like, Lubbock, Texas, and he started voting Republican, all because yep. of the internet. And eating steak. And eating steak <laughs> directly from the cow. most people. <laughs> I didn't know that's how it worked, but... Wow. Well, yeah. okay then. I don't even remember what we were talking about before. I don't even think it matters, because we've just had a little little moment of rage from, from our friend's story. <laughs> How can we match that energy for the rest of the thing? I don't know. Of us under constant fear of being raped and or mugged. I know. I mean, it's hard to do that artificially, you know what I mean? Well, we do live in Brooklyn, but, I mean... Nope, I'm just kidding. Any of our Brooklyn people, we're just kidding. That's my city, bitch! I know. <laughs> I know, I know. You bastard! <laughs> I know. This will just be like an extended, uh, extended denouement. Oh man, that's funny. Well, you know, it, it's Andy is missing a good one here. He he was just like he just got off the airplane when he talked to me in San Diego. He's like, well, I don't think I'll be able to do it tonight. I'm sorry, you know. So Andy wouldn't be able to do it. And look what he's missed. He's missed moments of rage. He's missed Clea's take on Russ's thoughts about Jade Eight, and you know, Clea. Um, to push that point a little further, we all know <laughs> that I'm a weird guy. And... I do strange things for my own entertainment, and that's fine. But do you have, like, a tactic in mind that, you know, via the uh, the MySpace episode of the MEP report that you would employ on J-8 that you think would be more successful for me? Well, see, the second point that I was going to try to make was 
in general, it made me just question what your true motives were. And I don't know if it was that in general you've kind of given up on the dating, finding someone like in general or just going actively trying to find someone or if it was just like you've given up on this concept of utilizing that method and so it was just you kind of doing the rest blah, I'm just going to have fun with it which is you know what you're confirming it was <laughs> so uh, Russ on tilt but, I mean, is what you're referring to but but I mean honestly I'd want to know I'd want to know what your your motivation is what your goal is and then I'd have a better idea of giving you what I think your strategy should be yeah, that's an excellent question. That's an excellent question. I mean, clearly I joined it with the intention of meeting people, at least, you know, even if it's not a serious relationshipy type of thing, which is fine. Just, I just don't have access to meeting, and I think we covered this, you know, a bunch of episodes ago, just like my base of friends is not really here. And so as an adult, not having school or like extracurricular things, I don't really have places to meet people. Like my work is so not a constructive place to do that and beyond that you know running into somebody at a comedy club is kind of sketchy and beyond that you know well, podcasting from the apartment and you know the thing actually russ clee and i uh recently found out that we are also going to have to move we'll still be on the east coast of course and in new york but we're gonna have to move and so we think what you should do is leave the west coast immediately come back to the place of sane people and move in with us to have mep house too that's what we think you definitely should do yeah we decided. Yep. And in the new spirit of breaking things <laughs> randomly to people in the middle of a show, <laughs> which I started, and therefore it's totally justified. That's right. <laughs> here, here we go. It's all my fault because I did it. Wow. Um, that's very nice of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, and, I'm a little teary-eyed, uh, and I'm going to leave now. <laughs> uh, that, he's like, it's I either mean, very nice or very scary. <laughs> it's one of, one no, of the two. it's not a joke. It's not. I was actually just thinking about this recently, that um, I just did, you know, how much work I've done to, like, assemble an apartment ever since my, uh, my ex stopped living here. Yes. And, like, I just finished, like, just this week. I finally got the couches, and my friend and I spent, like, eight hours cleaning these couches of pet hair, which I, maybe I was an idiot to buy, even though they were a great deal covered in pet hair. But we did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> We have, like, a 12-step a process, which involved, like, vacuuming, lint brush, taping it and removing the tape, steam cleaning, the you know odor what? reader's I pet hair remover. Oh. I know that you're just a comedian, but your time is money, Russ. So I don't know if you actually saved that much uh, I know. In all seriousness. Yeah. <laughs> well, furniture can be moved, my friend. But they look like new. They look great. And my apartment is finally, like finally a place that I would feel okay inviting people to and being like, look, I'm not a person who lives in a hovel in the cardboard box. Look, you can sit on one of my couches. Look, have a drink. Sit by my amazing <laughs> coffee table that I bought from Chinese people. Look, over here we have a desk that I bought from a very nice Korean girl off of Craigslist. Oh, look, here are couches that are comfortable and match everything and used to be covered in pet hair. But now they're completely cleaned and nice and you can sit on them. And she's like, why? Over here we have a dining okay. table. She's like from some lady in Beverlywood. But, like, you know, it's all together now, man. It's an apartment, and it's fine. Just, just, like, a couple days, I've been walking home being like, wow, I don't have gobs of work to do for to clean up the place that I live. And now all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I've had a bad week at work. You know, I don't really have many friends here. God, I hate it here. I should leave. (laughs) (laughs) Come back out east, man. It's serious. It's not a joke. You can bring your Dixie flag. You can bring your furniture. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can access the internet out here. It's amazing. You should see what they've done with the place out east. Yeah, we could do a we could do a road trip. We'll we'll bring all your furniture east. We'll do a road trip. I've always wanted to do a road trip along the oh, south. Oh, totally. We could do a road trip all the way back and do like MEP reports on the way. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I love how anything that involves adventure, like all the adventure, must be channeled directly into the MEP report. Like, we're so boring. We need to do things, be more exciting, and then put them on the MEP report. For the love of God. Hey, man. Our subscriber base, which is rapidly growing, needs to know that we're committed. And we are committed, or committable, anyway, to them. So, you know. No, man, absolutely. Road trip through the I, south. I gotta say. Road trip. It sounds great. Road trip. I. It's just so typical of me that, like, I would go through all this pain and shit and then just change my mind five seconds later and be like, ah, fuck it. Let's just tear the whole thing up, burn it down, and send it back. Well, how about this, just Russ? cash it in. I'm going to have a big garage sale. I'll just, like, be refurbishing things on Craigslist and send them back out to the world. No, no, but what you have to do a, you know, is... And leave. What you have to do is get your friend out there to come back, get a bunch of cats, rub them along the furniture that you just cleaned up so you can completely reverse the process. That's all. You just rub it right along. You're like, now chairs available with pet hair once again. It's all reversed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'll come out oh, again. Mer, mer! Don't put me oh, on that cat, see? <laughs> yeah, don't do it, Copper. Why are you rubbing me on the couch? <laughs> I just want to sit, see? <laughs> don't be rubbing me, Copper. <laughs> I I really don't know what to say. Like, would my family love me to be back in New York? Of course. Yes. Have they been guilting me for years and years and years? Yes. Of course. But would you be under? But what? For the I've been here for almost four years now. Almost four years. I finally have a job that fits me perfectly, i.e. zero responsibility. Yeah, but you... I make a good living. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. I can go and... I can come and go whenever I want. But you're getting annoyed by that's it. That's, like, really good. One, you're getting annoyed by it. Two, you yes, could do I've it out here. Yeah, a bad weeks. Yeah, Two, you could do it also out here or something very similar. Three, I don't think this would in any way impact your comedy career. In fact, if anything, I think it would improve it because you'd have places to play out here. Four, your, um, you know, the rest of the people out here that have been missing you for four years wouldn't have to miss you anymore. Five, it would be great for the MEP report. Six, it would be great for other people who listen to the MEP report. <laughs> Why would it be great for the MEP report? Because... not comment on earthquakes anymore or how people are morons out here <laughs> and they all need to drive Beamers and Mercedes or not feel good about themselves. Look, man... Have I mentioned that yet? The, energy, the energy flow <laughs> would just increase. It would just be, you know, triple. We could be East Coast-centric and American-centric. And I just... I finally made like a good friend that I've been hanging out with. Like I haven't had a good friend yeah, like nearby friend? in like four years. I finally made a good friend. <laughs> We're worth one yes, but it's more than zero. In fact, infinitely more than zero. <laughs> if you divide by zero, the oh. world ends. And therefore, I've done much better in the last. Mu- but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, no. Maybe it was also sort of a um. A postnatal depressing type thing. Like I was working so okay, hard but, to go on Craigslist but, and put all these things together, uh, and then I finished. I was like, oh, I don't have anything to do except play well, Dark Age you now. Know, Crap. <laughs> well, but I, but I, but I would have said early on, why were you doing that? Because in because going back again wasn't the plan just to be going out to the West Coast for just a few years, and now That's it's right. four years. That's right. So I mean, in a way, I think that you creating this space was just. You know, you're here, it's a transitional space, but you want to be comfortable. Um, so maybe maybe t- this you should learn two thi- one, or two, one or two things from this. One, either you weren't focusing on the present and really checking in with yourself. You were just steaming ahead around, okay, I need to get an apartment, I need to get o- over the end of the relationship, I need to get stable again. Or 
maybe you put all this effort in because you do actually want to be on the West Coast and you do want this to be long term and you want to create a home and you want to create stability there and and then yes, we oh, need I to find some you, ways I can, to you to can I just say before Russ answers I that can tell you why. before Russ answers that, can I just say that everyone who's been listening just felt incredibly soothed. This is why we said Cleo was soothing. They're like, Wow, she what she said is just <laughs> makes so much sense and so I feel so much better and, and smart. I'm and so nice. soothed. It's a woman's so voice. Female. So Thank much you so much. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead, Russ. Yeah. That that did happen in, on many many places. <laughs> many places um, right now in Burundi, real, especially Burundi. The real reason that I did all this, you know, mm. is well, there are two reasons. One, this is by far the most independent I've ever been. I mean, even in college, where I was obviously very independent, I always had like other people around that I could count on to do stuff. Yeah. Even when I lived here with my ex girlfriend, you know, somebody I, you could depend on and help you out with stuff. And now this is the first time I've been completely by myself. And I'm like, have a place to live completely by myself, not relying on anybody else, taking care of all of my own stuff, paying my own bills, you know, paying down my student loans. Like, I'm being a really good boy. I'm doing all the things <laughs> I'm supposed to do. And, and you're lonely. You know what I mean? Get back I here, man. like so accomplished. <laughs> and shut up. Shut up. Wait. Just wait. <laughs> and it would, it would feel like such a waste to just be like, I've took so long and finally set up this situation where I'm like an independent adult like making my own way and doing my own thing and now to like throw it all away again and start over again for like the third time in the last seven years would be really tough. It would be tough to do again. Yeah, but... And okay, the second reason... It would reason, be tough to do, but... Okay, go ahead. Go the ahead. second reason is that it's just... It's sort of that thing. Like, I really want to prove to people that I wasn't a total freaking idiot for moving out here. It wasn't just like, well, you moved out here. You're a moron. We're waiting for you to fail. Uh, dude, we'll who, the, back in New York who the hell you thought do, you were you know? an idiot for moving out to L.A.? Oh, Nobody thought that. Everybody man. That. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to show them. No, nobody thinks that. <laughs> show them. Look, dude, it would be much worse if you spent the next four, four years in L.A. going, hate it here, but I'm going to show them all. Like, I mean, you know, that, that just makes it worse because it basically means you're defining yourself. <laughs> Okay, okay, by their okay. opposite, you know? But, but, but wait a second. How long have you been at this current job? Six months. Six months. Okay. And how long have you been actively, like, doing the comedy scene performing? Um, actually, the last performance was the first time I did it in about nine or ten months. So before that, yeah, let's but when say did you start? a little more than a year. I would say a little, okay. like a year and a couple months, and then yeah. That was it. I mean, I, I don't see how, in any respect, people could say that it wasn't you weren't successful. Exactly. I don't think it, I think it would make complete sense to everyone because you know half of the reason why you went out there was because of the serious relationship that you were being a responsible um, adult trying to take that step in your life to see whether or not that resonated with you. We're gonna start and singing "Man in the over. Mirror." Make that change, um, and so I think, man I think, in the mirror. <laughs> I'm looking at I the mean, man think, in oh, the mirror. God. Oh, great. I'll just do a background. I'm oh, oh, yeah. to make the change. No better. <laughs> All right, anyway. No different. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and you make that change. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Next MEP report, George Michael. Okay, sorry. My beg your pardon. Um, go, go ahead, babe. Oh, baby. Oh, sorry. Freedom. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, babe. 
god. Not not you, babe. Wait, the other, yeah, you know what? The, the other babe, the actual babe. I really hate to admit this. I hate to admit this, but I watched American Idol tonight. Ugh. Hey. And this guy sang that um, faith song from the Faith album, A, f- a Father. Faith? I'll be your father. I'll be your father figure. figure. Oh, God. Okay. I will be your father. Okay. Yeah. It, you know what? That took me right back to, like, middle school, high school, when I had, oh, my God, all I wanted to do was just have some guy just totally, like, take me and make out with me, and it was like... This Careful, the this is an R-rated was, oh podcast. God, it was so intense. <laughs> all, all our Burundian so listeners' awesome. husband is like, shut <laughs> up! It's being broadcast! Too much information! All our Burundian listeners are like, no, not soothing. Now it's just hot! So hot! Greg, you know very well that the minute she said that, everyone just called their first three friends and invited them to listen to the metal report, so, <laughs> so stop true. ruining it. I know, it shoots up, sorry, my bad. But anyway, no, no, no just shut up, shut up. I had forgotten how, like, how he, he was a really good songwriter, how so sexy those songs were, but it was like, when I was a kid, you know, I, I was... You know, I thought it was sexy, but what did I know? I was a teenager, but now I'm like, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Old, and I was like, wait a minute. When you were a kid, you thought his songs were sexy. What clued you in? Songs like "I Want Your Sex." No, 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 no. I mean that. No, when I heard that when I was a kid, I just like, oh, oh, it's <laughs> you think sex and oh, that's nasty. But when I heard that song, I knew I like, oh, that's, that's, so, that's nasty, not as hot, sexy, romantic. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. More sexful. Anyway. Not so sexy. Not sexy, but sexful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you from talking to Russ about convincing him why he needs to come back out east anyway. I apologize. No, I wasn't. Because I, you are raising one important point. Is Only one, that though. it is the quintessential... Shut up. Sorry. It is the, that kind of quintessential, quintessential point that it is... They do say that you should keep a job for a year... And so, I mean, an argument could be made that maybe, you know, if you should maintain this job for a year and and then you'll have done your your comedy for a year and a half. But if it it really is a matter of you feeling like you, you need to prove that you were successful or that you feel that, oh, it will be a waste that you spent all this time fixing this up only to to end it. I don't I mean, no one can tell you how to feel, but I guess as someone saying from an outsider's point of view, I think that you've been highly successful and you will have set yourself up to possibly be able to then come back to, you know, your hometown and, and set yourself up for what you need to be doing while you're here. And the the point not necessarily of creating a successful home environment isn't necessarily for you to then be there for the next couple of years. It's simply to show yourself that you could do it. And you did do yep. it, and you can take that and create it when you come here. And um, and also you'll take from it what was important, what wasn't important, because you probably set certain standards for yourself. But with any move, you're going to experience that. I mean, Greg and I are now, we're going to have to move out of this place, and although I'm excited about something new, possibly more space, possibly better environment, I, I am feeling like, okay, great, now I'm going to have to create a whole new living environment. Every time you do that, you're going to have to do that. Yep. I know, um, but this so is I the first time I've ever done point. it, and it took yeah, so no, much work, yeah, but, and then to yeah. throw it all away well, after a week, yeah, but you're not. a week, oh my god, yeah, but that's the thing, Death. 
is that you're not you're not throwing it away. I mean, for one thing, you've made it that much easier to be able to recreate that living environment. You've shown that you can do it. I mean, for example, you're never going to have to clean pet hair off a couch again, right? And that's the first thing. And number two, I think that you've you've basically I like this couch. you've basically established. <laughs> I put up you I put up a poster of Hunter S. Thompson, Greg. It's my home now. Come on. I know the problem, and of course the poster, as you know, the minute you take the poster off that wall, it crumbles into dust. It's not portable at all. I mean, look, man. The, the, the truth is, the truth is that you know you've you've already <laughs> proven anything that you needed to prove. And at this point, it's 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 time for you to come home. No. It's not like you've been sitting out there going, you know, I really love L.A. and all the people that I find here. I mean, yes, you have friends, and that's good. But, I mean, you know, you've got obnoxious guys at work now, and you've got people, you know, you, just the other day you were telling me this guy yelled at you, New York boy, go home. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's you know. Oh, yeah. What a powerful story that was, when <laughs> New York boy, go home. <laughs> Recognizing, of course, that only people who drive green cars are from the East Coast because they don't have white BMWs and Mercedes Benz. That's it. That's exactly it. Okay. Well, but anyway, but now, now, Greg, let's actually give him some some additional advice because you know, Russ, because you've known Greg long enough that thirty percent of his advice is coming from a very selfish point of view. If hey, he wants you to move out. Here, hey, so do I. Excuse me. It's true, Greg. It's true. excuse me. Thirty percent of my advice. Do you need to realize that 15% of that 30% is actually 100% of Russ's best interest? So basically only 15% of my advice is, is angry. That's right. What? Don't think about the math. No. Sex panther. <laughs> 50% of the time it works. Every time. <laughs> Don't look behind the curtain. Greg, no. I'm saying, Greg, I'm saying that 70%, listen to me. Yes. Because these percentages are highly important. 2% milk. 70% is for Russ's best interest. 30% like is your camera. own. 13% battery. Exactly. Break up the 30% into two 15%. One 15% is that um, you want to be able to get that four-bedroom apartment. Mind losing mind. You want to get that four-bedroom apartment, and you need another person to go in with it. And the other 15% is you want more friends out here around you, so it's more easy for okay, you to see them. Okay, that's certainly fun. true. And I obviously, because Russ is a good friend, I would love to have him back out here. However, there is also a part of me that knows, having spoken to Russ on many, many occasions, and not just in the MEP report, that Russ is an East Coast guy. And as much as he's enjoyed, you know, his time out in L.A., he also has had some interest in coming back east, especially if he could do so by recreating the MEP house. So, yes, there is a part of it that's selfish because, of course, I'd like my friends to be out here. But there's also a portion of it that says, right. here's exactly. an opportunity for him to move back, leave the job with the angry young Turks that are trying to take over his space, leave the, you know, the, the people <laughs> yelling, New York boy, go home, yes, Adam, Greg. behind, and return to his roots. Yes, Greg. As, like the yes, salmon. Greg. Returning to where they yes. spawned. That sort of thing, Greg. you know? Yes. And died. Greg. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Which and is I what salmon do when they return. Okay. I know, I nice know Greg, that you're folk, you're, you're, I know that you were an English major. Yes. And a graduate, English graduate student. Yes. And so let me explain this very simply to you. Okay. That's what the other 70% is, is thinking about Russ's interest. Right. Okay. The 70% so of the I 15% in, in addition to the 70%. So it's really 85%. Oh my God! Okay, you know yeah. what? After this, you're gonna big. Is that deductible from my taxes? What bracket am I in? I get that sixty percent. Oh God! Oh. Well, so oi, anyway, oi. I want to actually help him because it, no, don't say if it's over yet because it's, it's not over yet. Because because okay. if because you think, do, I if think you this do one can go long. To, to be fair, this episode has earned it. If we want to uh, fair go enough. Long, okay, all right, all right. Okay, we'll we'll go an extra bonus coverage. Okay, so if, bonus coverage from the MEP report. Oh, an injury time all, now, folks. Sure, I'm sure there's plenty of like 
blank space that you can delete or something. Give us more time. Yes. So if you if you do feel honestly like you will like to be there for another six months to a year, then yeah, we need to start thinking about ways where you can meet people. And I have to say, it's not a unique problem. It's a problem that everyone's experiencing now, whether or not you are in California or honestly whether or not you are in New York. When I was working at the community center, one of the major things that people talked about as a difficulty was meeting people, and that was in New York City, in Chelsea. So, I mean, it is a really hard thing. And uh, actually, Greg and I were just talking about how I was, you know, not only was, you know, that I'd already talked to you about how I wanted to start taking some acting classes and comedy classes, but one of the reasons why I was thinking of actually taking that step and doing it was it would be a great way to meet people, too. And I know that you haven't been doing oh, it that is. because you. That's that's and, and, where I, met, I. You know, most of my good friends are from Groundlings, believe it or not. And I think, and I think that maybe you should. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is I'm thinking maybe you should get back into that because I think, I, I mean, I do feel. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did you just tell him to get back into Groundlings? And, you didn't just tell him that, did you? No, I said okay. get back. No, I said find some other. Uh, improv oh, okay, group okay. or some other kind of club <laughs> or some kind of other kind of acting class that you could take in Long Island that where you could meet people and because I think that I think that you're at your best when you're face to face and that's why I think we would love to see you again because it's you're a gem over the phone but it, you're also even better in person and I think wow. that that's your oh. I mean I think that's the, people the, the like media. me. I think that's Did a you ever know that internet. you're my hero? I'm trying to say right. that I think that the internet isn't the best medium for you. I, I think it's I rare definitely that it's agree. Best. I, I mean, mean, I don't think it's really it, good for anyone, but it, you know. Although we try. Yeah, I mean, specifically for me, I, I know that you know, as far as relationships go, like almost every single girl I've ever gone out with has been someone who's known me for a while, like hung out with me for an extended period of time. And then, you know, I'm not the kind of person that's going to approach someone out of nowhere and be like, yo, you want to go out back? You know, that's just not <laughs> my personality. Or, hello, madam, <laughs> so, would you like to accompany me to my war tent? Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that, the, the Civil War equivalent, yes. So Let, let me just I note mean, for the podcast listeners, though, Russ, let me just note... That as a female, um, I don't think anyone should say that. I don't think it, that would be successful for anyone. Okay. The war tent thing or the go out back thing? <laughs> Either one. <laughs> okay. Just, um, just so you I know. Mean, a lot of your advice is well taken. There are a lot of good arguments to be made as to why I should move back to New York. But my entire <laughs> life have lived with a chip on my shoulder for whatever, for justified reasons or not. I've always had a chip on my shoulder. And I admit it. I freely admit it. And I always feel the need to constantly prove myself to everyone, whether they know me or not. But and so haven't you done because that? Because of that, have I proven myself? Yes. No, not in my own estimation. I have. What? And so what I feel like now that I've just really gotten started, like I said, I finally have a place where I could, if I were going out with someone, invite them back to and not feel embarrassed by it. You know, I finally have a job where I'm able to support myself and do things for fun and be, not have to worry about money. I finally am at a point in my life where, you know, I feel confident enough that I could maybe do the Russ equivalent of walking up to someone and being like, do you want to go out back, which is talking to a stranger with no context. That's my equivalent is being like, hi, I'm Russ. But, I mean, I, I kind of want a chance to see how all this goes because I think it's just starting. Yes, it's very frustrating doing it all by myself and not having friends around because it's one of, like, the most important values in my life is my friends and having them around and having them scattered 
to the winds all over the freaking country is very frustrating for me. Even more frustrating that so few of them are in L.A. And absolutely agree with you. Um, but I, I kind of want this experiment to continue a little bit at least. I mean, for, I feel like the three, like two and a half or three of the years that I've been here almost don't even count because I was just wasn't doing much productive. I was with my girlfriend the whole time, and all my friends were her friends, and thereby, like, that whole portion of my life is completely gone now. And all those people that I'd met, they're all basically out of my life now. I kind of want the opportunity to do it on my own and see what I can, you know, make. And, yeah, if I had all this starting in New York, I would probably be happier just being in proximity to family and friends. But the whole starting over thing really pisses me off a little bit, given that I've just put all this work into doing this here. Like and you really I'm very think you have to person. start over? Yeah, why would you have to start over? Yeah, I would. I would have to find a new job. I would have to find a new place to live. I would have to find a new way to sustain myself. I would have to build up contacts. I mean, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn until I was 10, but it's not like I know how to drive around the city because I don't. I can get around Manhattan, but I don't know a damn thing well, about driving around Staten Island. Well, I know a little bit about Long Island. I couldn't drive around Queens and no matter. So it's just like learning a new thing, learning where restaurants to go to, learning where to do things for fun, yeah, but where to meet people. You know, it's to, just, to be it's fair all, though, it's all starting to over. To be fair though, I mean, there's there's a couple things that are different about this situation. Like <coughs> number one, you know, as far as sort of the looking for the place, Clee and I would be largely involved in that situation. So it's not like you would be just sort of you know off on your you know randomly like having no idea what you were doing and having to figure something out when you got here, because we would be working on that, you know, sort of collectively. Number two, I mean, the idea about sort of like finding, the, the getting a new job thing, I mean, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that the job that you actually have, I mean, it's something which you were going to be able to find out here with like literally the greatest of ease, like I have no, uh... I have no problem saying that. And then the third thing is that as far as the other part's concerned, like, you know, not being able to find your way around here, like... As far as I could understand, I suppose you'd have to figure out how to, but it doesn't, it wouldn't, it doesn't take all that long to figure those things out since you already know how to drive around in Manhattan and everything else. I mean, you know, you, you know something about Long Island I, I just, and everything I else. Say, so. I just want, I want to summarize it this way. I don't want you to feel any regret when you leave California. So if this is what you need to do to feel like you will not have regretted the time that you were spent there, then that's what we're going to ultimately support. However, if you if you can sit down and consciously think about it and think about whether or not you will ever get to that point where you really feel, okay, now, and won't look back and go, okay, but was it really worth it to spend those extra six to 12 months, then I do think what, you, what Greg is saying is something that you should listen to because in many respects, I think that where you are right now it might actually be a good place to leave because, yes, it's a st- stable job where you can make but is it really a kind of career that you want to be doing? And, yes, you're, you're doing okay, you're, you're trying to get go, it going in the comedy, but you haven't taken off yet. And so maybe this is the time now where you want to switch before you take off when it'll be even harder exactly. to leave if you want to leave. Exactly. But the question still stands that, you know, if you see yourself possibly doing California for a few, few more years and, and maybe still liking it and, and maybe being a West Coaster or a Bi-Coaster, then by all means you should stay there. But if, if you see your future on the East Coast, then I don't think you should spend another day over there. I think you should get over here and start creating your foundation and start your, your, your life here. Because the more time you spend there, just the more time it's going to be harder to extricate yourself and the more t- more t- more scared you're going to be we, of picking did up. Did we the cover leaving. the part where I expect to live to 400? 
Well, yes, but sure. okay. Well, you know, me, but and, still. and believe me, honestly, and and and, and Russ, Russ, I don't know. I mean, I know. Well, I know we kind of know each other, but we kind of don't. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm exactly like that. I I want to live forever. There's just so much life, so much world that I want to experience that I can totally understand that. And that's why I don't want to leave New York City right now. It would be really hard for me if Greg said, you know what, I can't take it anymore, let's go. Because you know there what? is I can't still take a lot oh, more that I want to do in this sorry. city. <laughs> um, close. Close. There's still a lot more that I want to do in this city. But, for the, but the slight difference is I know that I always want to be on the East Coast. Although I would like to, like in the future when we make millions – you know, go to Seattle three months out of the year, but I always see myself settling on the East Coast. So the fact that I'm exactly. in New York City... Exactly. You've seized on my real plan, is until I will have enough money to be like, screw it, now I will buy an apartment <laughs> in New York City for $4 million. Right, so basically... fly home as the savior and victor. So you're in California for the next decade. I will reap... All of Los Angeles' money and fame and then leave it as desolate in the barren <laughs> wasteland, even more so than it is ordinarily. I see. Well... Gareth, trip on shoulder, tilt to triumph. <laughs> Rage. Yeah, I mean that's the Rage thing. Rage against is that, the dying I mean, and, of and, LA. And you can, and you're <laughs> able to, you're able to admit that there is this desire that you want to come back and say, look, I, I went and I conquered, and you know what? In the end, you know that it's really only you that you have to prove that to. Exactly. So you have to be clear as how it is you're going to prove that self prove that to yourself or you need to realize whether or not that's really justified and and really that you, what you should be expecting of yourself because you know everyone who cares about you will feel that you succeeded and or will just be so happy that you're back so you need to decide how it is that you're going to be happy with yourself exactly. and if and that's where I go back to my two things do you see yourself wanting to be in the east coast in the future and if so get out now and if not, if it's really just a matter of, you know, that's where you're home, that's where you're comfortable, but really the only reason you look to the East Coast is because that's where your friends are, but really you can see yourself being anywhere. You just want to feel like get this ball rolling, get this momentum going, then, yeah, you're right, you should stay. No, there's, you know, there's definitely a feeling of comfort driving around and turning on uh, 660 The Fan and listening to Mike and the Mad Dog and being like, yes, this is what's supposed to be on the radio when I'm driving yep. around, not these idiots that they have out here. But they, it's just very little subtle things that, you know, remind you of where you're from and where you belong and all that stuff. And that's great, and I love it whenever I go home and visit and I remember all that stuff. And for right now, I, don't, I just I, I feel a, a very pressing need to do this and to to really... I set very high uh, standards for myself, and I always have. And uh, I, I just can't see fit to, even though I have, you know, made some pretty drastic sort of snap decisions in my life in a, you know, a bunch of different arenas. But whereas, I guess to the outsider, they seem like snap decisions. To me, they're the most thoroughly rationalized and thought out things that you can possibly imagine. And because as we've you know, covered earlier, I'm a robot, I'm a calculating IC being. I don't know if that actually made it into the podcast. But it has, or but it has, we were talking it about has now, though. But that's what right. I am. You're a bottle, yes. I'm the Uber calculator. I'm a very, very rational person, and even with all my crazy, lofty expectations of myself. And so, it's all, uh, well, that's what I was, everything that's that you've said has been taken to. into consideration. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because that's, that's the person Just the I big was number cruncher saying, in my brain. Exactly. I was saying, if, then you need to think about this, because you need to think about the fact, because that's the thing, is that I'm originally from the West Coast, and every chance I get of talking to someone who's 
been temporarily relocated, I try to communicate to them that you need to think clearly where you want to be in the long term. Because the longer you're someplace, the more roots you get. And the harder, the, the, the more door, doors close with respect to your options. Yep. Because it's like crazy glue, Russ. You, let's say it's you, like you sitting on crazy glue. Let's say I give you great advice. And you go and you go out and you meet someone and you meet the love of your life who wants to be always in LA. And this time it's it's the one and this time this is what you want, then then they're there. Forever. And and then if let's say you didn't want to be in California, you really did, it did mean something to your soul to come back to the East Coast, then you've put yourself in a very tough situation. And that's the kind of stuff ah, you need but to think clear. about. You've discovered a paradox in our temporal vortex of a podcast, because if, in <laughs> fact, that happens, and I move east, then in your hypothetical example, I will have missed out on meeting the love of my life and be a, No, much you would have met the love of your life here. You would have met the love of your life here. Because if it is my destiny to meet the love of my life and live in Los Angeles, then so be it. Although that is not my current plan. Oh, let's see. No, time. I was saying that you'll... I, I never said it would be the love of your life. I said that you could decide this is the w- one you want to stay oh, with. Oh, that would just be dumb. But I will <laughs> never. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no. it's okay. No, because I, I guess I'll stay. No, forever. because I think there are multiple people out for out there for you. Because I think I, I'm not. I New think, player. Um, <laughs> I think a soul oh, wow. is. is <laughs> hey guys. Oh my you god! You will not believe the conversation that you just walked are into. You we're we're going to be stopping in a second. Yeah, we're we in bonus time, but we're about to go. We're about to stop. <laughs> I know this probably, you know, it actually is the I'm perfect, coming to you live from a time. Starbucks. Awesome. <laughs> Which it's is the why perfect there's background time for noise. a story to come on. It's the perfect time for a story to come on because I'm someone who do not, does not feel that there's one person out there for you because I think that as a soul, there are so many sides to you and so many ways that you can develop as an individual that there are multiple people out there that can resonate with you. But story probably would disagree. So it's interesting that it's back on because I would I did not say that she would be the one I'd say that she would be the she that she's the one you're, you've decided to be with and I think that you could find a wonderful person in California I think you could find a wonderful person on the West Coast I think you could probably find a wonderful person anywhere you go it's just a matter of whether or not you're able to find from her. Russ and J Date I just have to ask. Uh, it's a long story yeah, and I got married over the weekend I didn't mention it to you. <laughs> You, you bastard! If I had email, this never would have happened. You probably tried to invite me on the internet and the phone. Yeah, we we got married in Tirnanog on on personal. Oh God! To do it again. No, <laughs> of course. Oh, I tell you, but, you know what, guys? Yeah. We should talk about this, but Did we I should. Tell you that I, that that I got married when I was when I was. Back in high school, I did mudding back when it was just starting, and I got married to some guy, and then he took me to this room and tried to start having sex with me, and then I got off. Yes. Oh, this, if this wasn't already wow. the best episode ever, the, the reference to cyber sex by an actual female makes yep. this the MEP report seal of approval best Top rating vortex ever. episode ever. And I ever. think on that note, the MEP report is on the note of cyber sex, on the note of cyber sex, I think that's all. We'll talk more about this afterwards, but uh, we really should stop in bonus time. We want to thank you guys for listening to us. We want to thank Clea for boosting our ratings into the stratosphere. I can't believe I made it back and we're cutting off now. <laughs> well, we'll still talk, but uh, but we really, you that know. That was actually perfect. Do you know that was how the whole hard plan. I worked? Oh, we'll still oh, talk. Oh, that's right. Our listeners won't hear, but we'll that's talk. That's right. 
We totally decided, Story, the best way to increase your rage was to basically keep you from ever actually finishing a show again. So you just come back on and we're like, all right, thanks. And, (laughs) oh, God, we want to thank you guys. We're going to have two Uh, episodes. We want to thank you for for coming and listening. And (laughs) next week we will be, we will have this published and next week we'll be back to you as normal after you've listened to both of these episodes in a row. And again, Make any promises. <laughs> I'm still going to be running on the new AT&T. Don't forget to contact. <laughs> Don't make us. any promises. I may get a Starbucks sponsorship. <laughs> Overstories Cafe Latte. Awesome. I'm Starbucks, so I'll be cool with Overstories that. Latte. Don't forget That's to contact us at uh, Greg at MepReport, Russ at MepReport, Andy at MepReport, or Story at MepReport.com. We also want to thank Clee again for being our guest star. I'll get your email via Obama in about, in about a, week. a week through Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Another day away